1: that what you be doing, uh, then uh, don't forget, uh, deacons, you've got a meeting right after the worship service uh, this morning at uh, at, the, at the close of the service, and then uh, we're going to do a business meeting this uh, Wednesday night. We're not having a meal this Wednesday night, right? No meal this Wednesday. Uh, we're, we're, I think we're shooting for the 16th. If we the kids. Uh, Send that a flock note, let everybody know uh, when that's going to be. A lot of senior adult stuff going on. Read the bulletin uh, for uh, all those uh, announcements there. Uh, When you see Joy Group, that means uh, just older youth. That's the new name for senior adult ministry. Uh, That's not Joy, our secretary. She's not taking you anywhere, so uh, be be sure to get that right. And then Children's Church, be sure that... uh, The kids in the classroom once the service is over. Uh, okay? They're not going to just turn them loose. So you'll have to go get your kid uh, in the back. Any other announcements?
2: job on that. Uh, you okay anything? I want to view Bible study continues tonight, and we've got a new Bible study starting this Wednesday, and we'll probably, I'll, I'll probably do a Chick-fil-A or something for Wednesday night for the year. Uh,
1: All right. Deacon today is, what is today, the 6th? It's either Joe or J.D., oh, Is J.D. here? In. Come on, Joe. You, you're my digging of the day. <laughs> uh, I looked down. I saw nursery workers first. I started calling them. with us. Uh, we want to say a word of welcome to you. If you're missing with us online, we want to welcome you as well. Uh, we want to stand and greet our guests and neighbors here for just a moment. Then we'll sing our fellowship chorus together. But if you would, stand and greet your guests and neighbors. i will be glad to see
3: them. you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
1: Your Bible this morning and open to 1 John chapter 2. Our little guys are making their way to the Children's Church. And I want to think with you today about climbing the spiritual mountain. I want to look at uh, verses 12 through 17 with you, First John chapter 2. Follow with me. John says, I write to you, little children, because your sins are forgiven. I write to you, fathers, because you know Him, who is from the beginning. I write to you, young men, because you have overcome the wicked one. I write to you, little children, because you have known the Father. I have written to you, fathers, because you have known Him, who is from the beginning. I have written to you, young men, because you are strong in the word of God abides in you, and you have overcome the wicked one. Do not love the world anyone loves the world. The love of the Father is not in him, for all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, the pride of life, is not of the Father, but is of the world. And the world is passing away in the lust of it, but he who does the will of God abides forever. The Apostle John brotherhood of mankind. Uh, That is that God is the uh, the father of every man and all men are equally brothers. But the problem is that's not true. God is not the father of every man. Uh, He's the creator of every man, but he's not the father of every man. The only way that uh, God can be your father is if you are truly Does. The will of the Father in heaven is my brother and my sister. So there is a sense in which we ought to remain. like little children, you shall not enter the kingdom of heaven. So there's a sense in which we ought to be childlike on all always in the way that we respond to God, but yet we're not to remain children. with God and men, if Jesus grew when he was here on this earth uh, and and, and, and matured, how much more are we uh, not to seek to grow and mature in our Christian walk. And so in 1 John, he's writing here uh, to believers, and he's saying, you know, I'm writing to you as a a spiritual father uh, to my children. you would see my my hope for you is that you will continue to grow, uh, to climb that spiritual mountain of faith. And so that's my desire this morning as we think about climbing the spiritual mountain. I want to say three things that I think John would say to us this morning. One, he he would stress to us the stages of spiritual maturity in verses 12 through 14. He identifies three levels of maturity. That correspond to the basic levels of physical maturity. Uh, there's children, there's young people, and adults. Uh, someone has said that a child is immature, a young person is inexperienced, and an adult is incredible. It's it's interesting to think about it when you when you look at someone, you only see one person, but the truth is there's really that, that exists. There's the person that everyone thinks you are. There's the person you think you to be. And then there's the person that God knows you to be. And, uh, you know, that's 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 digging deep when you begin to think that way about, you know, who are you really? And, and, the, and, the, and the deepest understanding of self comes when you see yourself the way that God sees you. believe In faith, and we walk by faith in what God says about us. Likewise, when I see a congregation, there's three groups of people that I see I see our children, I see young adults, and I see adults. Uh, interesting, you can't determine the spiritual maturity by physical maturity. Some of the most mature. gray hair doesn't mean you've got a godly heart. I hope and pray you've got a godly heart. But being godly doesn't mean you've lived a long time. You know, it, 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 it means that you've arrived spiritually in your life in terms of maturity. I want you to think about these three groups for just a moment. Think about the uh, the children. The word for children there, in verse thirteen, is different from the word that's used in verse twelve. In verse 13, that word is, is referring to an immature baby, a baby who's not grown. Now, there's nothing wrong with being a baby. Uh, 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 2, uh, tells us that we are to desire the milk of the Word like newborn babies. Uh, and, and there's nothing wrong with being a baby. Uh, but there is plenty wrong with staying a baby. The, uh, baby, duty, but if we walked in there and there was a 40-year-old uh, wearing diapers and still taking the pacifier. We'd say something's not right with that picture. You know, uh, and, and you know, it's nothing wrong with being a baby in Christ, being a newborn believer. But you're not to stay there. Um, you're to be childlike, but not childish. Uh, you might say there, there's there's some. Digestive development. The Bible says in First Corinthians three and verse one that the babes in Christ uh, could not eat the solid meat of the Word. You see, a babe can only drink the milk uh, and not eat the meat. So the digestive system hasn't quite fully developed. Yeah, that's why you know we don't expect. okay, guys, tell me uh, about, uh, you know, the, the end of times and, and uh, all that, that, that the book of Revelation uh, is telling. Uh, you know, that, that's just, that's over their head spiritually. And, and, and so, we, but we do teach You know that that's the important basis of faith isn't it and so we teach it yeah, because their digestive system isn't Being, uh, a baby Christian. But Paul says in First Corinthians three, verse three, uh, to, to say that they are troublemakers. Uh, they fuss, they fight, they feud, they 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 they, they, they just act like little kids in, in a very selfish way. Uh, they want to play uh, with their toy, and they want your toy too. We we will uh, face. It, you know, of course, it, it's hard when you're FaceTime because you're not able to, to physically do anything. you just like... Sometimes that happens in the Christian faith because babes in Christ haven't matured. They haven't grown up and they don't know how to share. They don't know how to work uh, in unity and and in oneness in the spirit. And then there's the spiritual, social, and emotional development that goes on. Uh, This is where uh, deception. by every wind of doctrine. You see a stranger can come in uh, to a little baby and offer them uh, some candy or, or a toy and, and, and lead them away from their parents. And, you know, that's why as older and mature Christians, we're always on guard for our young people. Uh, we try to warn them to be careful of uh, who they listen to uh, and what they hear. Uh, we, we, we try to say to our school and go off in college, you know, be careful what you hear in the world because the world's message is so different than God's message, and if you're not careful, uh, the world can lead you astray, and so that, that's, that's that's children, and then we, we, we think about what John speaks to when he says, Uh, they've gone from the wedding to the, to the, uh, to the winning. They're, they're, they're growing in their faith. They're growing uh, in, in, in their walk with God. Uh, they're they're vigorous and they're strong. And this is what God wants us to, uh, to do. And yeah, that's one of the things that we challenge our young people uh, to grow in their faith. And that's one reason that uh, we try to have mission trips. And, and reach others uh, for Jesus. And we try to provide them an opportunity to grow in their faith as young people. Uh, Paul said, Be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Ephesians 6 and verse 10. You know, when Joshua took over from Moses, uh, God said to him three times, Be strong. Our country's in a middle of a uh, fitness craze, people are running. And 100 bear uh, curls, or, 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 or what we call those things? bear claws. When I, uh, I I'm, not, I'm not into the fitness like she is. Um, I hope though I mean, you, you have a desire to be spiritually fit. John says uh, in 3 John uh, chapter 2, verse 4, beloved, I pray that you may prosper in all things and be healthy, just as your soul prospers. For I rejoice greatly with brethren. Testify the truth that's in you, just as you walk in the truth. I have no greater joy than to hear that my children walk in truth. You now, some of you uh, need some good uh, uh, physical therapy uh, uh, on your uh, spiritual walk with God. You need to go uh, uh, get some good PT going for yourself. Uh, you need to get in better shape, get stronger. Uh, and, uh, and how do you do that? By getting in the Adults, we, we we push them to grow uh, in their faith. And then there's a third group, the adults. That's our fathers and mothers. These are Christians who have become godlike, like uh, Christ-like in their character, and they're becoming more and more like the Lord every day. And notice how he identifies uh, children uh, the same way he identifies fathers. Uh, he says both know the Father. But what's the difference between the father and the child? Well, uh, it's one thing to know your father as a child, but it's another thing to know your father when you, too, become a father. Uh, yeah, it's not a day that doesn't go by, that I don't miss my dad, and I miss him now. so many things that, that I, I wish that I, that I could still ask my dad. You know, how did you handle that? What did you do uh, in that situation? And, and what do you think about this? Uh, and then, because I have a deeper understanding now of what he did for me as a dad when I was a young person. You know, a child wants uh, his father to give him things up, he wants to give to his father uh, the thing. And so there's a difference. Uh, but the, the, the number one part of being a spiritual adult is that you become a mother or father spiritually. In other words, you're reproducing your faith. a newborn Christian, and there's nothing wrong with that, but uh, you're not a a 40-year-old still wearing diapers and and, 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 and a pacifier, are you, all right? I mean, if you've been a Christian for a while, you need to be growing. Are you a young adult? Uh, Are you strong in the Lord, growing in your faith? Uh, Have you reached that spiritual adulthood yet? The second thing I'd say to you this morning that John would point out to us is what I call the study. that will stunt your growth as a Christian quicker than anything else, and that is uh, this world. There are three enemies that the Christian has, the world, the flesh, and the devil. Someone said the world is our formal flow foe, the flesh is our uh, uh, internal foe, and the devil is our infernal flow foe. Uh, The Christian is to be in the world, but he's not to be of the world. Be like a scuba diver who's in the water, but the water's not in him. Right? You know, you're to be in the world, but the world's not to be in you. Billy Sunday said, it makes as much sense to talk about a worldly Christian as it does to talk about a heavenly devil. You know, are you worldly? Is the world in you? And, and he he, he kind of defines some things for us. He, he, he defines, has three different possible meanings in the Bible. Uh, There's the physical world. That's the world of nature. Uh, That's not what John's talking about. The Bible says in Acts 17, verse 24, God made the world and all the things in it. Uh, Remember, though, that when God did make this world over in Genesis, uh, he looked at it and he said, it's good. The only thing that wasn't good was that man. Nothing wrong with enjoying the, the, the world that, that God has given us and the blessings of this world because it's a good world that God has given us for our enjoyment. The word also refers to the word of humanity, the, the, the population of this world. John three sixteen: For God so loved the world that He gave His only Son, that whosoever believes in Him. Relation to this word, uh, the word for "world" uh, is also the Greek word "cosmos." Uh, it, it it means to order or to uh, arrange. It's a system of arrangement. Uh, think about it. You know, uh, uh, the word "cosmetics" is a word that that, that comes from that word. So when a woman in order, baby. All right. appreciates so appreciate that. But uh, that's the definition of that word, uh, uh, world. All right. So what's he talking about here? What world? Well, the, the word that he's talking about here is the idea of a worldly system. It, it, it's the one that's ruled by Satan. It's the one that uh, stands against our against our will of God. You know, the greatest sin that a person commit is not adultery, it's not murder, it's it's the failure to love God with, with all of their heart. Uh, the world appears to you in three ways. Uh, first, it appears to you in the flesh. Uh, this is the area of uh, our performance that, uh, that appeals to the fallen nature of man. The word flesh up Adam there in the garden, that old flesh trips us up, that that old desire uh, to put self first uh, above God. And then uh, the second way the world appears to you is in uh, the lust of your eyes, in your eyes, in the areas of possessions. Uh, You know, your eyes have an appetite. I sat down the, the other day said to myself, my eyes was bigger than my stomach. You ever had that experience where you thought you could eat more than you really could and when you got to eating, you realized you filled up a lot quicker, Uh, you know, that's, that's what happens when the world comes at us and we see stuff that we think we want and we think we need and we, and, 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 and we set aside God. The lust of the eyes. Then there's the uh, the area of pride. Uh, it, it's the word that you'd use to describe a bragger, or a booster, uh, someone who wants to be number one or the best. Uh, well, why do we, as Will Rogers put it, spend money? Think about the the dispensation of the world. Satan rules a new domain. He sails a sinking ship. If you're living for this world, you're following a loser. If you're living for this world, you're painting the dagger. study and read and, and, and continue to learn if you're going to grow. Well, how do you grow as a Christian? Well, first of all, saturate yourself with the Word of God. Verse 14, saturate yourself. Uh, I have written to you, fathers, because you have known him who is from the beginning. You have written to you, uh, young men, because you are strong. And the Word of God abides in you, and you overcome the wicked. Uh, the Word abide means to live. With or to take up residence with. And that's what we do. We, we, we take up residence in the Word of God. Uh, it must live in us uh, if we're to, to grow. We're to saturate ourselves with the Word of God. Secondly, we're to separate ourselves from the world that is against God. This world cannot offer you anything that Jesus. This world can give you won't last. And even if the world could give you something, it wouldn't truly satisfy you. Uh, so if you're growing, not only are you saturated in the word, you're separated from the from the world, and finally, find satisfaction. God will shine like stars in the night forever. The greatest place in the world is to be in the center of God's will. The one who does God's will abides forever. I like the devotional that had this to say about uh, our eternity with God. The star shines on the land. The star shines over the sea. The stars look up to God above. The stars look down. Dear friend, we are living for eternity. We are the only thing here that has eternity stamped on it if you are a child of God. The sun, the moon, the stars, the, the, the beauty of this world is passing away. There are those today that, that you know, they, they talk about the environmental impact. I got news for you, dear friend. They're exactly right. The Bible says this world is dying. It is going to be consumed in an eternal fire. It's going to be recreated in a new world. But this old world is passing away. But you are forever. And don't sell yourself short living for the things of this world or the yourself in the God and live for others that you might reach them for God. Where are you in your Christian journey today? Are you still a child? God calling you to, to grow a little bit? Is he pushing you to be a young adult? Are you a young adult that God says, look, it's time for you to step up and be a spiritual father and mother, the soul Says, Lord, this is where I'm at. Maybe somebody is here today and says, I've yet to come to Christ and have that new birth experience. And, and today I want to come to you, Jesus, and ask you to be my Lord and Savior. Or maybe somebody here as a Christian and says, I need to be growing and I'll quit growing. I've got to continue. Whatever decision it might need to be made, we come down at a decision time, and decision time. Help us to be faithful to what you
0: promised us In your name, Jesus we pray. are going to stand to say, the Lord's has welcome you coming. We pray God's blessings upon you as you worship with us today. If God has led you to make a decision today, for Jesus, we would love to hear about it. We invite you to come to our website, come to the cross.net. Our online decision card will allow you to tell us about the decision that you're making. All decisions, all contacts are kept private and are confidential. However, we would be able to pray for you and perhaps I'd even be able to call you and pray with you about what God has led you to do if you so desire. So fill out the form, let us know and just know that we love you and God loves you and we're excited you're taking this first step for God today.